0: Ah, gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup, oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way right down top! back, this contender. Here's the problem I'm seeing. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of our New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Josh Phoenix, and today, we are finally back. After a very long time away from the podcast, I am super, super excited to be back. It's funny. The one time I actually do want to record, there is a thunderstorm going outside my room, so... For whatever reason, if you guys can hear that, my apologies. But I can't control Mother Nature. I cannot control the earth. But with that being said, I can't control what is going to be said and what's going to be done on this podcast. I am super excited for this podcast because, A, I get to talk to everyone again. And, B, I get to share my thoughts on some of the breaking news around the league and then, what's going on with the Andre? And that's going to be our topic of the day. So, if you guys are new to the podcast, welcome. We got breaking news around the league, and then we jump into our topic of the day. Again, my name is Josh Phoenix, And If you guys are new, this is up on Twitter, this is up on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple. Uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast. Don't does not matter where you get your podcast from. It is everywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Freds. For the few of you that are left on Freds, we are still active on Freds. I try to post there, but look, not a lot of people are here hanging with us. But that's cool. That's cool. So we're on Fred's Instagram, Twitter. We're massively popular on Twitter. So come check out my account. Come check out Quartz a Heat. Um, QuartzHeat.com. You know where to find us. No big s- secret there. Before I jump into breaking news around the league, before I get into all these different segments and all these different news, can I just take a minute real quick? and just talk about NBA 2K24. I know I've been releasing articles and opinion pieces about the pro play, about my career, um, and articles are already up, talking about the number one badge that needs to be removed, the bailout badge. If you guys have not read those articles yet, have not read those opinion pieces, oh, buddy, you all are missing out on that. Y'all need to check it out. Remember, QWERTY.com, but I want to talk to you guys about this, and I'm going to make a separate video, a separate video podcast episode regarding NBA 2K24, 2K itself, all the different features, but I'm really excited about this 2K24. I think the reason why I'm very excited is because how bad 2K23 has been, in the sense of my career, my league, being a general manager, going for the Myers. That's been very, very fun. The Jordan Challenge, very, very fun. I can't wait to see the Mamba challenges. That's gonna be very, very fun. I just I pray that we can have a difference in my career. This is the first 2K I've ever played where I've never got through the first season. Or even half of the first season, and that to me is very disappointing. And I know I was pulling up on YouTube, and of course YouTube's coming back for y'all. All those videos, I'm gonna be pumping out tons of content, so I'm excited to come back. But cause I have some fresh new ideas, something that's gonna excite y'all a little more. But when I was doing it in my career, it was just really, really boring because. You had to do all of the quests. Couldn't play the game before all the quests. You had to go around this huge city. Like, there was just a lot of stuff. And for y'all that's played my career, a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. And VC was just too ridiculous. It wasn't even fun to play it more. Because I was some crappy overall playing a crappy game. But I, mean, I couldn't even play any of the games. That's the funny part. That's the real funny part. But I think that's one of the reasons why I'm excited for NBA 2K twenty four. I'm excited to play with the official rosters and not keep downloading um creator made rosters for like the 2023, 2024 um yeah, 2023, 2024 draft class, but mainly for 2023 and that features like Wemby, Henderson, Miller, Walker, the Thompson brothers or Thompson twins, right? All those guys, all those guys. So I'm excited for that. I- I'm just really hoping that the play is different from my career. Because I love my career. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed my career. I love my career back in tw- uh, 2K21. I think 2K20, 2K21 was my favorite. 2K22, didn't care. 23, really disappointed. I'm hoping it's different in 2K24. There are no pre-releases, so you can't get any sneak peeks. But, come September, y'all, we're going to be having that game. We're going to be having that game. So, I am excited. I'm really excited for this pro play. Very excited for this pro play. Because, if you can incorporate some more real-life stuff into this game, that's going to be really fun. It's going to be really fun. So I'm nervous to see it, but they got months. They got a couple of months, right? After September we're at the end of July. So look, we're we're staring down the barrel. We're we're getting there. Right? So I am very, very excited. I'm very, very excited. I'm hyped up for it. So and I'm having a brain break. Um Oh boy, I'm having a brain. Hold on, I'm having a brain break. I'm trying to remember. Yes, we have about two months, give or take less than two months before that game is released. So I'm I'm excited for that, man. I'm excited for that. But no. I just I want to talk a little bit about 2K because I am excited about that. I'm hoping they fix a few things with the badges. Obviously, with my career, Myers has been very, very, very fun. I I, I enjoy it. I'm still customizing franchises. I'm still doing expansion franchises. I love doing expansion league. But no, it's been very fun. There's been a few downsides to NBA, two, uh, NBA 2K23, but I do express my opinions in the My Career article just as a whole. And I touch a little I touch a little bit on the other stuff besides my career, but definitely be looking out for those other articles releasing very, very soon. I'm gonna be coming out with articles on predicting ratings on ratings prediction. So I am very, very excited for that. That's gonna be for point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, forwards, centers. You know the five positions of basketball. So I'm very excited for that. I'm going to talk a little bit in detail about that, but that's not coming out today, tomorrow, but it's going to be coming out soon. I'm just preparing those, keeping those in the hopper, just trying to refine those and make it as detailed and as realistic as humanly possible. With that being said, I've kind of spoke a little bit about 2K, NBA 2K24, but now I want to get into the breaking news around the league. I want to get into stuff that people are talking about that's been circulating. And the first one is this. It's Jalen Brown. Y'all know his name. Boston Celtics duo. He has a duo with Jason Tatum. He's probably going to begin the largest contract in NBA history. Him and Jason Tatum are going to cost Boston. At least $630 when it's all said and done. But Jalen Brown has returned from his uh, MBPA retreat in Spain and is expected to resume contract talks with the Boston Celtics next week. I'm telling you guys, I think this deal is going to get done before training camp. I think this deal gets done before training camp. I bet y'all anything this, done gets, this deal gets done before a training camp or right at of training camp. I'm telling you, they're not going to trade him. They're not going to trade him. Because many are like, well, I'm going to get a Damian Lillard, but many people are like, well, why don't you just trade him to get Damian Lillard? Could you get Dame Time? A straight up trade or something like that, but the straight up trade would be two main pieces, JB, and Dame Time. Could you work that out? And here's the, here's, here's the answer I'm going to give you guys. And I don't know if I stated this publicly before, but... I'd rather keep the player that... You're going to have to bite the bullet. Whatever you say. You're going to have to accept the reality that he's going to cost you an earthly amount of money. Like... It's almost a sin to be making that much money in a contract. I, I love it. I love it. I love that he's making I love JB. I love Jason Tatum. Don't get me wrong. JT and JB are my favorite guys. Don't get me wrong. I like it when people are secure the bag. But from a team, from an organization standpoint, they're going to have to accept and embrace the money because I think Jalen Brown has more upside than Damian Lillard. Even if people want to argue the here and now, Damian Lillard's coming not really in his prime anymore. He's older. He's an older Dame. And you can't say the here and now, oh, if you get Damian Lillard, you're an automatic finals winner. Or at least you appear in the finals. Well... Before Chris Osborne's was added, before this shakeup, you got to remember, Emmy Udoka, now Houston Rockets head coach, but former Boston Celtics head coach, took that team to the 2022 NBA Finals with JB, JT, Al Horford, uh, Robert Williams. They took that team. So in the win now scenario, in the win now situation, Jalen Brown, Jason Tam have proven that they could be there. And even though they lost to the Heaton in seven this past season, they were a game away from going to -to back-to-back NBA Finals to make that appearance. So if you want to debate winning now, it's not going to favor Damian Lillard. Even if you say... Look, Jalen Brown's handles are really bad. He's turnover prone. I'd rather take that with his youngness, with his talent, with his skills, with all of that. Put him aside Jace Tanner, Put him aside Chris Alperzingis. Just keep assembling this team. Right? I'd rather do that than... Um, trade for Damian Lord. I love Damian Lord, but Damian Lord's like 32, 33. You gotta remember, Damian Lord has a history of injuries. You gotta remember with the hip. You gotta remember, he's 33 years old. 33 30 years old. You gotta remember that. And. I think you're going to give up way too much for Damian Lillard. His trade value, because he took that large contract, is just absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. His trade value is a handful of teams. By a handful, you're talking about like, the size of a toddler's hand. Just being honest. But I, but people are like, Jalen Brown's bad. How Jalen Brown? Isn't he like 24, 25? Give me a second. I'm sorry, I can't remember this. He's 26. He's 26. There's a seven-year difference. Seven-year difference. And I don't know why we're hating on a guy that's just put up career-high numbers in rebounds, points, field goal percentage. Right? Right? Uh, It's kind of bizarre to me that we're talking garbage on a guy that had a career year in some statistics, in some categories. I understand Jalen Brown is turning out to be a very, very solid guy. A very, very solid guy. And you can blame... We you can't really blame anyone because you're like, well, you we shouldn't be getting paid that amount of money. Well, A, they haven't signed the contract yet, but that's between both sides. That's the current value for Jalen Brown. And the current value is what's being, that's being upheld by Boston. The Celtics are going to give him that value. They're going to give him that contract. They're going to give him that Supermax. He did his part. And if Boston sees that value, They're going to give them that valued contract. So make no mistake. Make, 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 make no mistake. If Boston didn't see the value, they would already pull the trigger. If Boston never saw the value in JB and they're like, they're like, you know what? We're done. We're done. Pack your bags. Also, Vista, you gone. But I'm not saying that. They see the value in him. They see the value. They see the reward. They see the potential. They've already seen it. You got a dude averaging 26 a night. Only 26. He's probably entering his prime. He's been a lifelong Celtic. His entire career has been based in Boston. They've developed him. They got Joe Mazzola. They got Brad Stevens. They got a good staff. They have good trainers. Boston is built for now. And I'm just going to talk about Damian Lillard as well, because I'm just going to get into that since we're talking about JB. I want to talk about Dame. The Blazers and the Heat remain at a stalemate over trade talks surrounding Damian Lillard. And the Heat are growing frustrated because of it. Joe Cronin said he would take his sweet old time. That he was in no rush. So this could be going for months. This could be going for months. And I think we need to understand something. This is not a power play. I think he legitimately means weeks to months. I don't think he cares if this takes up through training camp, through the rest of the offseason. He does not care. If it takes time, guess what? It takes time. And Damian Lillard has no leverage right now. He sadly wasted some of his potential and some of his trade value by sticking with this interesting organization. I get the fear that Dame has. I get the fear that Portland has. But Miami's starting to get fed up. And how many bridges are you going to burn? How many things are you going to take to the altar to sacrifice to try to get Damien Lord? How about Tower Hero? Does he feel disrespected? They're like, we're ready to ship him out. Not the biggest Tower Hero fan. But his game is respectable in areas that he's good at. And he does have a defined role within the heat. He's a part of that culture. And could he feel disrespected? And could he say, well, I'm about to get backstabbed. Like, this hurts. So you burn bridges. Are you sacrificing just to try to get a little trade done, a huge trade done? And let's say you trade Tyre Heroes, say you trade away some pieces. I don't know if Nikhil Jovic is going to be in there. I don't know if Tyra Hero is going to be there. I don't know the piece. I don't know how many first-rounders are going to be in there, how many picks. I don't care right now. But Miami also has to answer this question. Is Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kevin Love... And Damian Lillard enough. Are they enough? Let me put it this way. Would you want a big free of Jimmy, Bam, and Dame? Would that work? Could you get back to the NBA Finals? Well, if you say yes, could you win the NBA Finals? Bam and Jimmy were there twice. Couldn't win it. They lost to the Denver Nuggets and they lost to the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers was in 2020 of course when the Denver Nuggets won last season. So what's the answer? What's the answer? Or is this just one big toss up and you're praying that you can just try to push through? What is Eric Spoelstra saying? What is Pat Riley saying? <laughs> There's a lot of questions right now. Again, do you sacrifice a future talent in the youth of Tyra Hero for an aging, but still good, Damian Lillard? Do you worry that Damian Lord is going to suffer a setback through injuries? Or just because he could regress because of age? Now, Damian Lord wants to go to Miami. He says that's really his only preferred destination. Miami's trying to work out a deal, but this is a very complicating situation. I don't think Boston's in the sweepstakes. I don't think Boston wants to be. They're going to pay Jalen Brown. The Celtics are going to pay J- uh, Jalen Brown. He's probably going to have the richest contract in NBA history. On Jalen Brown potential Contract. Yeah, according to reports, this could come out to a record-breaking four million max extension for a twenty-six-year-old. Yeah, the final season of the deal would see him collect a salary of over sixty-six million. That's absolutely insane. It's over five years. Just point it out. And I just want to say, from May twenty fourth for twenty twenty three, the current potential max extension offer was four years, one hundred sixty one million. Now, come short or later, we find out that it could be. Five years, 300 million. Talk about that. Talk about that. Could be worth up to 304 million. So you just have to look at it. What do you want to do? Man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Many things are going for my brain. Um, also, I'd just like to say that the MLB and NBA have such a financial issue. Because so many guys are getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Getting paid so much money. But when you look at like, sports like um, NHL, NFL, sports leagues like that, you don't see it going for that much. Unless you're the Cleveland Browns and uh, that piece of garbage Sean Watson, yeah, then he'll then he'll get a lot of money. He's just gonna have to do a lot of disgusting things to get that money. But whatever. Um, if you think about it, we're entering a time where it's going to be very very normal in the National Basketball Association, where guys could be making fifty, sixty, seventy, maybe even eighty million per season. Jalen Brown's going to be leading that charge where he could make 50, 60 million in a season. You know, that final year, 66 million. Absolutely astonishing. Absolutely insane. Mind blowing to say the least. But we're not talking about that. But I just thought that was an interesting nugget. I thought that that blew my mind. Because when you really put it into perspective. But right now, guys, right now. We got some things happening. We got some things happening uh, with Damian Lillard. We have some things happening with Jalen Brown. And you want to know what's another thing that's very interesting? That's what's going on that many people are paying attention to, but we're just clinging to our phones at this point. It's James Harden. It's absolutely James Harden. So, per report, this was by Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports. Um, uh, Full disclosure, some of the things that Jake says and reports on aren't always 100%. It doesn't always happen. Um, so, I'm just going to put it at that. But let's take this as if it's 100% credible. So James Harden remains focused on playing for the Los Angeles Clippers this coming season. But per Fisher, sources added that Harden current plans to report to training camp with the Philadelphia 76ers if no trade materializes by then. Where do we go from here, guys? Um and real quick, NBA training camp starts, uh, I'm sorry, I I think right now I can't remember to save my life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So NBA training camp opens September thirtieth. Right? Training camps open for all teams participating. In preseason games outside North America, so at October third, NBA training camps open. You have you have two entire months to figure this out. You have two entire months. Get some things done here. Get some things done. And, I, and this is going to be very, very painful to watch. This process is going to be slow. It's going to be filled with death. It's going to be filled with many different emotions. Because I don't think the 76ers and James Harden have a very good relationship anymore. Mainly between Daryl Moore and James Harden. And James Harden was Daryl Moore's guy back in Houston. Which is so funny. and so ironic. But... Understand this. How much would the Clippers give up to get James Harden? How much? How much? How much? They've already ruled out Paul George, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, Sorry, PG. We're training you for the beard. Training you for the beard. Very, very interesting where we're at. I remember I'm gonna bring this up again. I'm gonna pull this up. I was talking to somebody close to the 76ers and I'm going back, moms. Hold on, I'm going back, moms, hold on. I'm trying to pull this up. It's it's been a it's been a quick second. Yeah, here we go, here we go. So this was May 19th, 2023. So, per sources, the reports coming out about James Harden expected to signed with the Rockets are true as Houston is in a position to do so. While the 76ers like to keep Harden, there is a feeling Harden will end up with the Rockets. Both sides, uh, both, yeah, both teams have mutual liking for each other. Hmm. Yeah, I remember, when I, when I was talking to that person, when I was talking to the, uh, the people close to Philly, close to the 76ers, in this situation, it was a toss-up, because originally it was like, okay, he may be loyal, he may stay loyal to Philly, to Joel Embiid, to P.J. Tucker, longtime teammate, he was also there when they were in Houston with the Rockets, before he won a fat suit, and the rest is history, but what do we do here? Well, it was like coming out like, oh, it's gonna be Houston Rockets, okay. And then a month later, it's like now it's a toss up. There's there's uncertainty. Like nobody knew, even some of the top reporter and journalist in the NBA, no idea, no idea. Now we're here, and he wants to go to the Clippers. So the reason why I brought my report about him going to the Rockets is to show that he's bounced from interest of the Rockets, the Philly, Philly Rockets, 76ers again. Now he wants to the Clippers. Now he wants to play with his former teammate, Russell Westbrook. They played OKC together. They played in Houston together find it just very, very fascinating, to say the least. I don't know if the Clippers do get him. I don't know if the Rockets get him. I don't know if the 76ers retain him. I think there's a better chance that he goes to the Clippers and stay with the 76ers. But if it's true and he'll participate in training camp, look, I think it being leaked out that he will go to training camp means nothing. Because that's two months away. You got time. So he's praying through the universe that a deal emerges, that a deal is done before training camp. He's giving him two months. He's like, Y'all got two months. Tick tock. Let's go. And look he's saying he's going to report to training Kemp not to make himself look problematic like he has done in the past. So, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt. I think he still gets traded. At first, I thought he was going to return to Philly. I have no idea anymore. I'm at a loss for words. It just is what it is right now. I've tried to talk to more people surrounding these situations, even to this day, even up until now. No one's giving me a straight answer because it's just uncertain. Even with Los Angeles in the mix, it's just it's very, very up in the air. Craziness to say the least, craziness. Absolutely crazy. It's mind-blowing, to say the least. I think that would be fair to say. I think that would be fair to say. So, we got Damian Lord, We got James Harden. We got those two guys. And we're clinging to our mobile devices, hoping, or just waiting, holding our breath, saying what in the free world, is going to happen. I have no idea. This could take to a training camp for both guys. I have no idea. I have no idea. But you know what I do have an idea on? Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers. Good news, y'all. Especially if you are a Lakers fan. You ready? Ready? Both sides expect a deal to be done before training camp. So they're both expected to agree to a deal. That that's supposed to be done. Um look, I I didn't think Anthony Davis could be traded. I didn't think there was a world where the Lakers would want to trade Anthony Davis. Because when healthy. He's a man to f- be feared. That's just a simple fact. So, I could never see him train him. I could never see the Lakes be like, you know, it's been a fun run. You've disappointed us this far, even though you had a good run in 2020. And he had a good defensive run. This past postseason, just got cut short due to the Joker and the Denver Nuggets with Jamal Murray and the rest of the gang. But I, I, I don't see a world where he's not a Los Angeles Laker. So I think it was just expected to happen. But I think now we're starting to get subtle hints and subtle confirmation of Anthony Davis re-signing with the Los Angeles Lakers. And he's only 30 years old. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And when he re he's already played four seasons. He could easily play to his mid 30s. Now, I saying they're going to get him a 5-year contract, probably be like a 2 free con, 2 year, 2 year, two free year contracts something like that. Hmm. But it's not bad. Like, if you see this guy like, when he's healthy, he's given you 24 10 per night. 24 10 per night. This past season, he gave you 26 and 12 and a half. Man, you can't beat that. I may hate I may hate the Lakers. May hate the Lakers. But Anth Davis is a solid, solid piece. He truly is. And if he can overcome the injuries, then he's fine. Book. It's just where I'm at right now. I would not be surprised if he gets re-signed before camp. That, that's expected. I'm not saying saying top secret. This has been out for a couple of days now that everyone expects him to re-sign with the Lakers. Now, how big the contract? Uh, let me look up Anthony Davis' contract. I don't know. I think he's making like around 30 million right now per year, but I could be wrong. I'm just trying to remember it. See, like a two... Yeah. So, he signed a five-year, $109 million contract. <laughs> it's averaging, what, $37 million? Yeah. Yeah. So, this year, he's going to be making $40 million. And real quick, guys. In 2024, 2025, there is a eto option if you guys don't know what that is simply it's an early termination option so it'll be an unrestricted free agent in 2025 but come 2024 where he's set to make 43 million he could opt out he could use his eto and she's like you know what i'm done here don't want to play so that isn't a contract but Um, With that being said, I I don't think he's going to use the ETL. They're going to sign a new extension anyways, but my tag on those years. He could very well may be on his team when he's 35. 34, 45, either way. Either way. Hmm. Oh, I have to see something real quick. Yeah, but I can't believe he's been in the league since 2012-2013. No, never mind. But yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to trade him. They're going to get a deal done. Like Again, it's not a hard decision. You paid off Reeves. Why wouldn't you pay an under, underrated defenseman? Who's a very, very good offensive player. Like, Evan Davis is a good basketball player. Also, I, I can't remember who said this, but, like, people actually believe LeBron, oh yeah, Darvin Ham, I don't know if like, this was a troll count or not, but I think this is a real quote, As Darvin Ham said, yeah, right here, Yahoo Sports, Darvin Ham, LeBron James can play in the NBA, until he's 50, Lakers News, Darvin Ham believes LeBron James can play, until he's 50, could you imagine, could you imagine, if LeBron James played, till he was 50, I'm sorry I just have to talk about that that's 12 more years in the NBA that's 12 more years he would be playing 33 30, 30 yeah 33 seasons in the NBA 33 30, 34. still 30 plus seasons that would just be tough that'd just be tough man age of 50. People we are talking about Tom Brady playing till like he's like forty-five. Nah, my man over here wants to play till he's fifty just to prove a proof of point. Hey, it's the only way he can catch up to Jordan is if he plays at age fifty. So it's whatever. Holy crap! Wait a minute. His son Bronny, comes in the league next draft. He'll be in year like ten or eleven. He'll be in year double digits. He could outlive his son like in NBA career terms he could outplay his son could you imagine that? could you imagine that and I'm not talking about all the seasons I'm talking about from now till 50 if you give him 12 yeah 11 seasons so assuming his son can make it to 11 seasons. But given that he's a LeBron James kid, he'll be picked up by whatever team and be given money. But, could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? That's history onto to Tom. If You gotta play your child from the age of 38 to 50 or just in general. Oh my. Oh my. Hold on, wait a minute. He's been playing since 2003. 2003. And then I uh, Plus 12. Hold on. That would be 2035 minus 2003. He would be playing for 32 years from 2003 to 2035. Oh, my. Do you know how insane that would be? I know we're talking about different things right now. But hold on. I'm 17 right now. I'm 17, hold on, 17, I would be 29, that's when a man would finally retire, oh my, his career would be older, his career would be older than me, by four years, but i have an older sibling. Do you know how much that terrifies me? I now don't want him ever. I want him to play to his 50. He'll like have a net worth of like 10 billion. Probably more. I have no idea. He's playing 32 seasons. Like, dude's athletic now. Dude's not going. He's not slowing down. He's just, he just came off a 29, 8, and 7 performance. Like, my man's not slowing down. Oh my! <laughs> that that would actually be pretty cool. I'd be pretty cool and terrifying at the same time. Hmm, I think we have to experiment with this. Man, I I can't believe that that this has left me shocked. Because when I read that, I'm like, oh, maybe it's just, uh, he was trying to joke around. Maybe he was, maybe it was just a parody. Maybe it was just a troll tweet. No, 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 that's real. That's very real. How, oh, my goodness. Um, anyways. Um. That's where we would be at. huh. LeBron James, I I, I I don't know what to say. Michael Jeffrey Jordan may have to come out of retirement. Sure, Jordan may be in his 60s. 60s, 50s? Hold on. How old is Michael Jordan? Hold up. He's 60. Hmm. Watch Jordan come out of retirement for a season. I have to see something. I have to see something. Oh, this is going to be so bad. Hold on. Okay, you know what? It's okay. If we combine, let's say LeBron James plays until he's 50. Let's say that he divorced his second wife. Huh? If you take the two marriages goodbye to LeBron James' career, he would still have a longer career than the two marriages of Michael Jordan if he divorced his second wife right now. Oh my. Do you know how terrifying that is, but also cool? That is simply unheard of. Very, very interesting. Very, uh, very interesting indeed. Anyways, anyways. Um, let's just let's just get back to breaking news around the league. Um, that's Anthony Davis and the Lakers. On a less shocking turn of events, less shocking turn of events, the Oklahoma City Funder has re-signed head coach Mark Denault to a multi-year contract extension. This is the right move. The, the Funder are a legit playoff contending team. Make no mistakes. Also, make no mistakes. If you guys can hear my dog, he is climbing under everything he hears some thunder rolling and he's just, he's, she's freaking out right now. Plus he's also fat, so he can't really squeeze. So he can squeeze, but he make it stuck. And he's, it's a whole process. But anyways, if you guys hear my dog, that's my dog. Anyways. um, Marginal, this is the right move because the thunder are set up for success. They really are. Like, if you check out the Funder roster, man, we got some good brewing here. We really, really do. Because they're they're starting five as Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, Josh Giddey, Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, and Chet Holmgren. With Kason Wallace, Jalen Williams, Isaiah Joe, and Usman Dang. And Jeremiah Robinson-Earl. Usman Garaba Ty Ty Washington Jr. Aaron Wiggins I think is still on the team. Polky is still there. However you say his name. But man that's. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Not gonna lie. That's pretty nice. But. I am 100% excited about this about that piece of news, but about the bigger picture of who and what the Funder have embodied and embraced themselves to be and just what they're becoming. It is phenomenal to be watching. It really, really is. The Funder are turning around their team. They really are. And it's being just, it's just being trucked by, it's being paved by Shea Gilchrist-Alexander. By a lot of these players, by majority of these players, to be honest. Like this team, this team is scary. They've turned around, they've turned themselves around. And it is pretty, pretty impressive to witness, to say the least. Now, this concludes breaking news around the league. This is where we're all caught up. We're caught up now. I can't think of anything else. So, now I want to turn my attention to DeAndre and the Phoenix Suns. DeAndre and the Phoenix Suns. Topic of the day of this. Question. Can DeAndre and quote-unquote unlock his full potential? Look, a part of me feels bad. For what is going on with DA. I I do feel bad. I, I, I... That mentality is tough. That mentality is very, very tough. If you guys have not heard the comments from the um, interview he did, it's tough. I feel bad from. him. A part of me does feel bad. Like, a lot of me feels bad. He said, quote, I can feel the whole world hating me in a way. I'm the guy a lot of people point at and, and I see it and I feel it, but I, but mainly what I've been working on five to six days a week since I've, since we've lost, is just motivating myself to change the narrative of what people think about me. No matter, no matter you put it, I feel like I have no fans out there and that just got annoying. That just cut out. Um. I feel like I have no fans out there, and I can feel it because the whole world is saying it. My goal over the summer is to change the narrative, just unlock whatever it is, and just completely focus on me and change the whole thing. Now, we have some idiots in the Valley who thinks that DeAndre is just trying to play the victim, that he doesn't mean it, that it's just a whole thing. It's just... I think Ain means it. And I'm 50-50 on Ain. I've been very harsh publicly to Ain. I've said many things about Ain. But Ain is still an 18-10 guy. And if Ain could just increase his physicality, increase his defense, and his exposure and the pain of just being that guy. And I'm not saying he's gonna all Shaq. But if you just If you just increase it by a bit and you fine tune, you just become what Frank Vogel wants you to become. You're unlocking your potential. Quote, unquote, unlocking your potential. I'm excited for DeAndre. Last year was rough. Last season was painfully rough. This season, I think he's about to shock a lot of people. I know a lot of people are downing. I'm downing. I don't know if he could reach his full potential. I don't know if this is it, I don't know if this is a ceiling, I don't know if he could be the guy we all saw he wanted to be, but we're not asking the to put up 30 and 10 or 30 and 15. We're just asking him to be a guy who can puzzle, play defense, be physical, play offense. We're not asking him to be this hybrid center. If he wants to take more of a traditional role as a center, that's cool, that's fine, Just. Embody what Frank wants you to be and just be what the value draft you to be at the first overall pick. I trust this man. I'm still 50-50, maybe 60-40, but I'm starting to gain my trust back because he's recognizing it. He's probably saying it, and he's ready. He's ready to make a change. He's ready to be different. He's ready to be different. And I can't hate him on that. He's recognizing... What is happening? And he wants to change. And i I believe he can. I believe he's being sincere. I believe that he's like, okay, you know what? I have to change my life. I have to change my NBA life. It has to change. And I respect him for it. I do. I do. And I am excited. I am very, 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 very excited. Look. This team is going to be special. The Phoenix Suns are going to be special. I want to win a championship. I really, really do. I really do. I want to win a championship. I want to win... Championship with Beal, Booker, Durant, and everyone on that team. Everyone on that team. I think Ain has dedication to changing the narrative. But there are some idiots out there that don't believe it. Quit being childish. I think this man is going to change. He's only twenty four. Remember that he's still trying to find his place. And Chris Paul and Devin Booker, for the most part, were not always nice to him. Monty Williams hated him. So hearing what I've heard come out and stuff about the Phoenix Suns and Monty and DA and just CP, all these guys. No wonder why. All you've done is just tear him down. You tore him down. You never built him back up. You got to build a big fella. So that was very disheartening to hear but not all of this is on them a lot of this a good chunk of this is on DA By I think DA has newfound dedication there's a fresh voice in there, there's fresh players he could become a different guy I believe in him, I really do and I'm not just saying this to say I still have some hesitancies surrounding DA but I like DA He's only 24, he's still growing, he's still maturing, come on, come on, give my man a chance, the past is his past, if he's rededicating himself to the game, growing in his game, growing for the Phoenix Suns, growing him for himself, look, I can't, I can't, I can't doubt the big man, I'm trusting the process. This Phoenix Suns team is going to be deadly. But I think we can trust in D.A. I think D.A. is going to show us some things. Don't look statistically. Look at the games. And he's going to be hyper-focused. Like, he's going to be on the microscope. Intensely. It's going to hurt when he makes mistakes. But I also want people who are criticizing him to give him his props when props should be applauded. I I just want that to be said. I just want that to be said. I just want you guys to understand that. I'm pro-Ain. Do I have some hesitancies? Yes. But I'm ready for him to just grow more. Just to dedicate himself to changing the narrative. And I think he can. I hope he can. I hope this means DA is staying. I don't think he's being traded. John Gambadoro of Arizona Sports 98-7. Said he was staying. Says that there's really nothing that's out there for the big fella. His trade value is down. But he's dedicated. I believe him. I really do. I'm excited for DA. I am. I'm excited to see. I'm optimistic. Not being a pessimist. I'm being an optimist. And I'm very, very excited. I'm very, 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 very ready. And I hope you guys really, really just enjoy this season. Enjoy the ups and downs. But I think DA is going to have a huge, huge season ahead of him. Remember, 18-10. Still very good. But moving beyond statistics, he's got to play f- more physical. He's got to play better defense. He's got to control that paint more, especially as a big man. Whether he's traditional or not, don't care. He's got to carry that paint. He's got to dominate the paint. you got to be a force. Because when Ain is able to control the paint, there's other opportunities out for everyone else. Whether it's along the free point line or the wing, does not matter. I'm very, very excited. I'm gonna be talking about this more on Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. But I am very, very excited where we're heading. And I want everyone to know that DA is gonna change. I feel for him, and I think he's going to change. I've had time to think about this, reflecting on his entire career, and I think now the 24 year old is gonna wake up and he's going to be like, it's go time. He smells the blood in the water. He's going to go attack. He's going to listen to Frank Vogel. Everyone's going to build him back up and it's going to be a beautiful thing. And guys, with that being said, this is all I have for today's podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. This is something that we have not done in a very long time. I'm happy y'all are sticking with me. I truly do appreciate y'all. You guys do not... Understand how much I appreciate y'all. So, guys, with that being said, this is what I got. I'll see y'all on Monday. I'll see y'all on Tuesday. I'll see y'all on Friday and Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Start of a Saturday. Tomorrow's Sunday. Enjoy it all. I'll see y'all later. Y'all know where to find me. com Twitter.com. QuartzHeat. Instagram.com. NBA, Fred's whatever. Heat. Um, is notnet .net? I don't know what it is. It could be freds.net slash I, I I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, guys, catch me on Twitter. Most popular platform right now that I am on and most actively using. I'll see y'all later. Peace out. Have a great weekend. And yeah, I'll catch y'all on Monday.